Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Gentlemen, this operation will involve almost everyone we have left in the resistance. I'm Descon. 30 seconds behind. 30 seconds, 30 seconds. If you're arrested, there will be no escape. Carry the cyanide capsules at all times. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. This is our very first monthly movie giveaway. We're very excited. And with Memorial Day just passing now, we wanted to do a war movie. One of our, or at least one of my favorites, is a movie called Anthropoid. Now, Anthropoid is a movie about World War II and with so many people talking about Nazi regimes and authoritarianism, we figured it would be good to actually show a movie that shows you the brutality of what the Nazi regime was. So what we're doing is we're actually giving away movie rentals so what we do is we have this little app called movies anywhere and it's this little blue and purple app and you download it and what ends up happening is on your phone it will actually connect every streaming service you have itunes voodoo google stream movies everything it combines them all into one so you have it all on one platform and it will give each individual three different movie passes to send out a month so what we are doing now is we are going to review at least one movie for now a month we're going to put this out separately as its own thing and all you have to do in order for us to give you one of the three free movie rentals that we do of a movie we're reviewing is you take a screenshot of you sending a five-star review or submit a question to cconnectionmailbag at gmail.com and again that's cconnectionmailbag at gmail.com and if if you forget how to spell it or whatever we're going to put it in the show notes so all you have to do is just tap it write us an email write us a question or you know just write us some support and we will give you that movie review so, and we, we will give you that movie rental, sorry. So, you, Rob, you actually had a chance to sit down and see the movie. Uh, what did you think? Uh, I thought it was a good movie. Um, I, I'm not a big movie buff, so when I watch movies, it's usually like a recommendation from a friend. So, Andreas was the one that sent me a movie pass, and uh, I got to watch it, and I thought it was a pretty good movie. It was pretty graphic at points, and it really... yeah. I think brings out the uh, like the realities of what those times were, yeah. and it kind of you know puts it out there and lets you kind of you know traps you in the moment of letting you see what was going on. So to give people an idea, this movie is called Anthropoid. It's about a group of Czech assassins, and the to give people a little bit of a history lesson, it's um, September nineteen thirty eight. A conference is held in Munich between Adolf Hitler and the leaders of France, Italy, and Great Britain. Hitler threatens war unless the neighboring country of Czechoslovakia is just fully given to Germany. 
Now facing Germany with no allies, Czechoslovakia is forced to stand down her armies and Germany occupies the entire country and takes it over without a single shot being fired. So Nazi Germany completely takes over the entire country. A year later, in 1939, Hitler invades Poland, igniting World War II. The Czechoslovakia factories are seen as extremely important to the German war effort, but output is hindered by resistance to the German rule because the Czechs see what has become of their, their beloved country, and they don't want that to happen to other people. So what they start resisting the German war effort, and they start shutting down the factories. They do every little thing they can to make sure that the Germans don't have the resources that they have. So this is all based off a true story too. Yeah, and the, the whole movie is. This is one of the most historically accurate films I have ever seen. It is one of the films that is rare that is it's a suspense action thriller that did not Im embody or embolden anything or change really big historic details. If you look up History versus Movies did a whole article on it where they said almost everything that happens in this story was true. So, but now that the Czechs are resisting in 1939, Hitler sends his third in command to crush any resistance to the Nazi regime. And his name is Reinhard Heydrich. But his ruthless, me his ruthless methods earn him another name, the Butcher of Prague. So this is one of the highest ranking Nazis in the world. And this I think is, he was third in command. He right? was third in command. Third so in command, yeah. Hitler, Himmler, and then Heydrich. Hi Himmler was the second in command. Heydrich was the third. So they go in, and these parachutists are Czech soldiers who were trained in Britain, and their names are Jan Kubisch and Joseph um, Joseph Gablich, um, Gablich. So they they go in. And, I, and my apologies if I'm, I'm butchering your name, but they go in and parachute into Czechoslovakia. The Germans are aware of what's going on, and their plan is to try to get together with whatever's less of the Czechoslovakian resistance, and they're going to assassinate the third highest ranking Nazi in the world. Basically. Which is a pretty light, you yeah. know, that's, that's a pretty serious mission that they were sent on to do. Yeah. I mean, because if you're talking about assassinating you know yeah german nazi leaders and you know just the amount of military and firepower that they had compared to everyone else in europe at that time you could you know you can yeah. pretty you can imagine how you know uh what kind of a mission that would be yeah you know? it's insane there there have been 10 film adaptations of this story this is the best one there was a movie that came out a year after, because this was released in 2016, so it was a really recent movie, and it came out a year after. It was called The Man with the Iron Heart. I'm here to tell you, don't watch that one, guys. Watch this one. This one is the best one they've ever made, and the main two actors in this movie are Killian Murphy, who's you know in the news recently because he's in A Quiet Place too. Great actor. He, he's famous for Peaky Blinders and his role as Scarecrow in the Dark Knight series. But he really shines in Peaky Blinders uh, movies he's like a, Twenty Eight Days good, Later, I like Sunshine. Him. I think he's, he's a great. Actor. Yeah, he's, he's a great, great actor. actor. And then he did. He played the parts really well. In yeah, this movie too. He, he he does an amazing job as the lead. And then also Jamie Dornan. And Jamie Dornan, um, I know him from like the Siege of Jarrettville, um, but. 
Most of you ladies know him from another series. Uh, I was called uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. So guys, if you can't get your lady to watch uh, a war movie, just tell them uh, Jamie Dornan is in it, and you're pretty sure that there's a scene in him where he's shirtless. And if that doesn't, <laughs> at that point, they won't even care if there's a scene where he's shirtless because he's already shirtless in their minds. But um, this, he really is a great actor, it, it, and. Just because an actor's in a, a, what I would consider a bad series doesn't necessarily make them a bad actor. In fact, Jamie Dornan is being cited to play the next James Bond, and I am backing that 100%, especially after seeing this movie. You really get to see his range as an actor. Yeah, he, they do the accents really well, too. Yeah. They, they were pretty consistent with the accents throughout the movie. So Yeah, in fact, yeah. they're so consistent that at some points you might want to turn the subtitles on, but don't let that deter you from the movie if the sound's loud enough you'll you'll be able to hear what they're saying it, there's just a lot of whispering going on because again it's a highly secretive mission and then you also have uh, uncle heisky is played by the famous uh the famous actor who was in captain america uh and he played a the, the nazi actually so oh, they, yeah. yeah so mm -hmm. a lot of people know him from that and there was also uh, a another series with him called Wayward Pines, where he was he was one of the main architect, architects of uh, the area, but he does a really good job in this. And then you also have Harry Lloyd playing uh, playing a character. Um, I think his name is Sergeant Apolka, and he does a really good job. Uh, Adolf Apolka, and so. they're all part of the. Yeah. Czechoslovakian resistance, so th yeah, right? So these are all real people. Like every everybody yeah. they base everything off is real. There's only one inconsistency in the movie where at first Jamie Dornan's character um, is a little bit shaky with the gun and because he freezes up and it, this is done for a dramatic effect in order for him to have an arc. There's no history of that ever happening, but everything else in the movie is 100% accurate. So... This movie is a slow burn, and the tension just builds and builds, and it does a great job of discovering the human element. So we're, we're going to play a little bit of a, of a clip of a conversation they have where they go to this New Year's ball because they, they're going with dates because they don't want to be seen alone because it looks conspicuous. But the ladies show up, and they show up dressed, uh, dressed up in a really nice attire. And right. And this is a problem. They, yeah, this yeah, it's a problem because they're drawing attention to them and they yeah. don't want, you know, because this New Year's party is obviously there's a lot of Nazi soldiers in attendance yeah. as well at the party. So they're not wanting to be seen, they're not wanting to be known obviously because they're trying to keep their mission on hush. Yeah. You know. So this is clip 1. Go. Hello. Hello. Please sit down. You are the most beautiful women in the room. But you fail to understand this. This is not a night off for us. Take a look around. This is not some game. So you get noticed. And that gets us noticed. And us being noticed gets us all shot. Yeah, so so you really you really feel for the girls because they're trying to just dress up. It's the only thing that takes them away but as he says he's like you know your lipstick gets you noticed and that gets us noticed and that gets us all shot he's yeah. like and this is a movie where everybody's constantly looking over their shoulder they're always tense because again for anybody who knows anything about history when you try to take out any 
Nazi commander. It doesn't even matter if it's a low tier or a high tier. Most of the people who tried that ended up dead. Like, yeah. not a lot of them survived. So, uh, in, in a few seconds, uh, we're going to go into, like, or in a few minutes, we're going to go into spoiler reviews. So, if you don't want the movie spoiled, uh, then uh, st stay clear from the last part. But to, to just wrap up, this is a movie I would highly recommend. In my opinion, it is one of the greatest World War II movies ever made because it really captures the human element and the stakes of exactly what is happening. The Nazis are seen as almost inhuman. The actors do a phenomenal job. You have an amazing cast. And the actresses were actually Czechoslovakian, so that's why um, some of the accents are so on point is because yeah. they were actually actresses from Czechoslovakia. Well, I, was, I guess I was more happy to just finally see a movie where there wasn't, like, some kind of leftist message connected yeah. to it. Like, this was just more based off of history, based off a of true story. And um, I think they... I thought, I thought it was really good. I thought they did a really good job. Yeah. So, again, like, the, the climax of this movie is really, really insane. And... For anybody who who's worried, because I, I know like some people are worried about R ratings, and they're like, "Oh, I, I don't want my kids to see any sex on screen." There's there's none of that in this movie. The movie is purely rated for violence. In fact, one of the things that shocked one of my friends is they don't have a single English curse word in the entire movie. Every every curse word is is in German. I know some people are are, are different on that, but I'm am just telling you for for people. If your who household watch it with speaks their family, German, <laughs> yeah. If, if your household speaks German, you'll hear a few swears <laughs> yeah, from the hear, Nazis. Yeah, but, you might hear a couple. But again, th this is one of my favorite films. It's a film that really doesn't get recognized very well. The action when it happens is very well choreographed. And at one point, you've got you know just everything that's happening. The uh, like when they actually go through with the assassination, everything happens in real time. And uh, we're going to move into spoilers now for the movie. So if you can, we're going to give you a five second head start to get out while you can. If you know history, you already know how it ends, but we're, we're going to talk about that. So five, four, three, two, here we go. So spoilers, sad movie, sad movie really at the yeah, end. A lot like, of them. Yeah. Like, I thought the, um, well, more towards the end. Yeah. I mean, it gets pretty intense. Yeah. You know, with uh, once they find out um, when they attempt. Mm -hmm. These well, I guess I guess you could call it a completed assassination, yeah. right? So, I mean, so the, it, what's it, funny is that whole thing where he he there's a scene in the movie where he's assembling a Mark II Sten machine gun under his trench coat in broad public, and his partner. Uh, Jan did something really, really clever where he essentially put the grenades and bombs into water canteen uh, cans so that when he popped off the cap, he would just have to throw it with an underhand throw and it would go off in a few seconds as a backup. But yeah. when when Joseph goes up to go shoot Heydrich with the Mark II Sten machine gun that he's been assembling and it's got 100 rounds, the plan was, oh, it's going to kill everything in that car. But the problem is it jams, right, as he's trying to assassinate the guy. And yeah. so Jan throws uh, some grenades at the at the car. And this is this all happened in real life. All, this, all these events actually happened. He starts returning fire. They both fire on each other. But the explosion actually took a fragment of the car out 
and then it hit Hydric, and when they were operating on him, um, sepsis sets in. He gets infected. They have to remove his spleen, and he ends up dying. So even though they screwed up the assassination, he did. The I think he did shoot him once. I think he pistol, shot him right? once. Yeah, but, he got him once with the pistol. Too. Yeah, so he he got him with the pistol, but it was really the that explosion from Jan with the water canteens that ends up taking out Hydric. But they believe that they failed originally, so they're successful and they these men are responsible for taking out after this the highest ranking nazi in the history of all world war ii yeah. so this is definitely wonder, a story worth I, I wonder listening if, to yeah i wonder if uh if the if the uh gun actually jammed in real life it did that it, it actually did. yeah did. I, I looked at the history that's so record. weird well it, i mean i jammed. guess i guess i don't know weapons from you know that era too well but you know, I've never had a weapon jam on me without yeah. firing it first. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, one of the one of the <laughs> didn't things, even fire it at all. <laughs> you really, you really feel for you really feel for Joseph because he's assembling this like under his trench coat in broad daylight. So you wonder maybe he didn't assemble it right. I'm not exactly sure what happened. Maybe maybe he did everything right. Maybe it was just a faulty gun. They just had the just by chance it just didn't go off, which is why they had Plan Two. But, you know, they, they were lucky because they, they didn't have the armored patrol car, car chasing them that day. So they got, I think, they following Hydra. Yeah, yeah, because so they were trying to figure they, out. They noticed. Yeah, I think they noticed on some days he had armed guards that were escorting him. Some days he didn't have armed guards. Yeah. So obviously they planned for, you know, possibly having the armed guards. I don't think there was a particular schedule that. You know, no, that, that they couldn't it, find. Yeah, a it was just yeah. It was there was no pattern. It was just yeah. kind of random when he had people with him and when he didn't. But you know? th throughout this entire movie, the the problem that we've been seeing, like up until this point, is they've had some res resistance to. Okay, do we take out one of the highest ranking Nazis in the world and just have them obliterate our entire country just to send a message and just for them to lose a key guy in command because they're saying well there's other people like this guy yeah they're just it's just going to take his place what's yeah. the point but we do see later that this entire scenario actually causes winston churchill to take up arms so you can actually see this movie as a prequel to the darkest hour with yeah. gary oldman but you see this conversation taking place with this guy named Ladislav, and he's saying that he's the Czech resistance, but he's saying, don't go through with the mission, don't go through with the mission. He's telling the United Kingdom and Britain that's a partner with them to stand down. And they get two transmissions. One is proceed with the utmost importance, and one is probably for, for Yindra, which was another group. And he said, that's not, a, I don't think this is a direct command. And I don't think it was, but they were trying to use an excuse to back out. But when they end up assassinating Hydric, now they've got a huge retaliation. So 5,000 men and women are slaughtered immediately afterwards. In, yeah, in response. In response that. for this. And they set out this reward. And they say, it, basically, we're going to spare you and your entire family if you turn these guys in. And it, it gets to the point where Ladica, where it's L-A-D-I-C-E, is a, is a little city, a little village, and they completely wipe it off the map. They shoot every single man over the age of 16, and they take everybody else to a concentration camp. They just level everything. Like, there's nothing yeah. left. And yeah. well, tensions I, rise, yeah. They, they, were, they were pretty... The mission was on hush. Yeah. The, pretty much the whole movie until... 
they go and attempt the assassination. Yeah. And then that's kind of when uh, they know that somebody's out there. Well, the Germans, the Germans actually knew, according to the history record, and this is why you see them looking around for them early in the movies, they actually knew the parachutists were there. Right, so, so right. they were looking for them early on, but but they, I don't think they knew. No, they, they intercepted. They didn't know yeah. the they didn't know the exact mission. So according right. to according to the historical record, it says that they actually intercepted Ladislav and the group saying to call the mission off. So they didn't actually think they were going to go through with it. Yeah, you know, and when they do, yeah, everything just goes to hell in a handbasket. The saddest thing about this movie is if uh, Carol Churda, who's the traitor in the movie and in historical record, hadn't actually given them up, they probably all would have lived and survived. Yeah, and because yeah. they were it was it was another church. agent right yeah, that working was working with working with them who gave the information to the Nazis about where they were hiding. Yeah, and that's how they end up finding him at the end yeah and the real sad thing is like you see him this whole time and he's panicking and, and freaking out and then he calms him down with loading the gun but this whole time he's they're developing feelings for their love interests which you know i i couldn't help but think that probably would happen in real life if you're spending that much time you think you were going to die and you've got a pretty lady and it's the only thing you know yeah but you know there's a moment where he he proposes to get married and you can tell that he's just He's kind of like ticked off, but he doesn't want to say anything. And he's like, "Yeah, congratulations, but why are we here? We're here to do this. We're here to. Right. We're not here to make connections, but you know, can't help that. But yeah, this guy betrays them, and they're hiding out in this church. A Catholic uh, father ends up hiding seven of the men, and they discover that they're this crypt." And they're keeping them down there. They have three men watching the balcony at all times. And then they have these guys trying to break down into the sewer to try to have a means of escape. And because Carol Churda alerts them, the the home that they have, they torture this poor violinist kid until he gives up the information. And then they go into the church. But these these seven guys who are armed with um, firearms and, and rifles, and so, uh, one of them just had a handgun in the movie, but... These seven guys held off the German army for six hours. Yeah, that's insane to me. Yeah, it was it was hard for them to breach that. Yeah, to breach that building. I was you know? I was listening to one guy who was a tactical thing because like they're on balconies and he said there's like there's no good way to take a stairwell. There there really isn't because you, there's only one way up and there's only like one way down and if you're at the top waiting with a rifle then. You know, it's going to be yeah, really you always hard to have, take that. I mean, that's one of the main, uh, you know, factors in war is, you know, always have the above ground, higher ground on your enemy. Yeah, you like know what I mean? Obi-Wan always have the high ground. Yeah, absolutely. That's true. I mean, that's, you know, you should, that's in military too, you know. Yeah. So they block it with chairs and and it really is effective for a long time, but they can only keep it up for so long. Like three guys on balconies can only hold off an army for so long. They fight really valiantly, and this action is really well choreographed, but they can only fight it for so long. And, you know, they, they all shoot themselves so that they're not taken hostage like the kid in the violin, you know. And really just, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's a really great movie. Killy Murphy, everybody does a great job. And we just wanted to give this out to you guys and have you actually see it because yeah. there's so many movies with leftist messaging and everything else that it, it gets yeah this it gets one's annoying. this one's good to watch it's for how long was it it was about an hour it's, it's two, two hours, hours. Yeah, so, about two hours so the 
the assassination takes place half halfway into the movie, about like at the first hour, and then after that, you see the aftermath yeah. of the entire movie, and the action in the end is just really well choreographed. I thought it was a great movie. I mean, yeah, there's absolutely. just the, the reason I'm not a huge movie buff is because I always notice the little flaws. Did and you I, notice any here? Oh, absolutely. Which ones? Well. <clears throat> Well, one, like, why did the kid give up the information after they tortured him for how long, right? He's already halfway dead, yeah. and he still gave up the information. You know well, what I, I mean? mean like, he saw his mother's head floating in a fish tank, and then on top of it, he's so drugged up, he doesn't even know who he is or where he is at that point. Right, right. So, like, the, I mean, that that did actually take place in, in real life. And I didn't, I didn't like the gun jamming. <laughs> I was but so that, mad but at again, that. but again, that's, know, that's something like, that happened in real life. It's so, like, like ev- everything in this movie is actually something that happened, which is why I can't really fault it because right. it's like I I don't see the imperfections in the movie because everything that happened in the movie, like when I when you research it, you realize it actually happened. The gun actually jammed. The kid actually gave up the information while he was out, like drunk and stupefied by the drugs. Um, Carol Schroeder was the real guy who gave it up. By the way, that guy Ladislav, who um, who is against the whole thing from the beginning, he actually ends up I wonder, giving information away well, too. I wonder what his motivation was for telling, you know, giving up the information. I don't. Carol Schroeder. Yeah. I think he just he just wanted to live. He just wanted to live and not be killed, and him and his family. There's this great line from the movie where where they quote from Julius Caesar when they say. You know, the cowards die many times before their deaths, but the vowing only die once, Yeah, which is a great line. And in the end, you see the, the book floating, Julius Caesar, as he's seeing, like, as he's right about to shoot himself. It, it, it's that, that movie, the first time I saw it, I, w- I was getting a little emotional near the end because it's just a, such a sad scene. The music is beautiful in that scene. It just absolutely took my breath away. But... Yeah, like, so I can't really fault it because, like, all those things actually happened in real life. And I'm a huge history buff as well, so you can tell why this is one of my favorite movies because it's one of those movies that didn't actually stray from the historical record. There's certain shots during the movie of the the cinematography of the movie where they took paintings from, the like, the olden times and they actually recreated it in the film. So there's a painting of people... Yeah, the scenery, around with carts yeah, the scenery is really good. I mean, I think they did a good job. If you actually notice, most of it is recorded, like, yeah. in inside, yeah. you know? Like, there's only, you know, a handful of scenes where they're actually outside, walking around, yeah. and you can kind of see, like, activity of people yeah. moving around. But most of it is just recorded in, you know, close quarters, rooms, you know, things yeah. like that. And, you know, people often wonder, like, how does this happen? Because you, you, you look at seizures of power and you think, well, it's not going to happen overnight. But the cases where it does are because of appeasement. You know, there's, there's a really good line in this film that I picked up on where he says, what, we're going to do this to impress the allies? The allies gave us to Germany in the first place. Yeah. And that's a really harsh line because it's true. And basically, Winston Churchill had this famous line, and I love this line so much, and it was appeasement is feeding your friends to a crocodile hoping that he eats you last right. that's what appeasement is yeah appeasement doesn't actually do anything because he'll always the, the enemy always comes back for more yeah they get peace for what a year and then they go full on to war anyway so appeasement is never the answer but when you see radical seizures of power that's it's always because of appeasement but i really hope you guys 
love this uh, movie as much as I do. I, yeah. I really loved it so much. So again, it's all a you good have movie, to do, and I'm not. I don't watch a lot of movies, so yeah, yeah. You know, Rob's I'm, not. If the I'm biggest telling movie you to guy. watch it, it's definitely a decent movie. So definitely go check it out and watch it, so we can. Uh, and all, or if you want to watch it, make sure yeah. that you you leave us a question. In. Yeah, you enter in and leave so, us or leave so us a again, question on the mailbag. There's so we can there's give you a two movie ways. Back. There's two ways that you can enter in, but. We're only giving it away to the, the first three because we only have three. Yeah. So we only have three. So, again, if, if you and your friends want to be entered, um, you, you got to be fast. So all you have to do is enter in uh, the mailbag, enter in a question, or you could write us a five-star review and send us a screenshot of it and then just write, I would like a pass to see Anthropoid. Just put that at the bottom so we know. And we'll give that to you for absolutely free. It's free for a week. You can watch it with yourselves and your family. Yeah, I think it's it's uh, you get 14 days to watch it. And oh, then, really? Is that yes, long? it's you get 14 days to start it, and then once you start it, you get 72 hours to stream it. And okay, then, good. You know, you can start it on the 71st hour and watch it past the 72. You know, like if you start it again. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you want to watch it twice or something with like within two days. Oh, like that's really cool. Yeah, you're able to do that. But also make sure that you download movies anywhere. Yeah. It's on the Play Store and yeah. it's on uh, so it, it iTunes. So it will only work if you download movies anywhere. And that's very important to know. So when you download movies anywhere, you set up an account. It's really simple. Rob, you actually very did this free. for the first yeah, time, it's right? free. Yeah. yeah, and then you can connect all your... Um, your tv providers to it if you have xfinity if you have youtube yeah uh, red if or, you have or google stream all of that and then also netflix right can you yeah, connect netflix ne- to it too i don't know if you can connect netflix but <laughs> or is it just it's like- the itunes store and basically movies you buy any movie yeah. you buy on any streaming platform is going to be all on that one app it'll also give you like deals it'll say like this movie's only 4.99 today yeah. and it does also that like am- like i think you can connect amazon to it too so yeah you, you can connect them, amazon yeah, movies if you to bought it movies too. on amazon it'll put yeah it'll know, connect, connect it to that. the app and then also you guys each get those three screen movie passes so like let's say you love this movie so much you want to buy it well now you can give your free movie pass right. to a friend and you can see it together yeah you know but there's there's a lot of underrated movies guys and the best way like if you really hate the fact that actors get political then what you need to do is you need to see the actors that aren't political like killian murphy and jamie dornan and all these people who stay out of the yeah, world you need to support them. movies too like and you know? yeah and especially if it doesn't have a woke message like one of the things i love about you know actual film is that you don't need to be preaching your message to get a message across and what you can, what you guys can do, is support those actors. Like support the John Krasinski's and the Killian Murphy's of the world who just want to make good movies and who don't want to get involved in political issues because they see themselves as entertainers. Because those are the people we should be supporting anyway. Yeah, and also, I mean, even go further than that. I mean, it's not always usually the actors. Um, some yeah, of the some of the actors true. do have say, but the screenwriters are who you know come yeah. up come up with the writing they come up with the story you yeah know what and, I mean? and, and that's something we saw too recently in falcon and winter soldier because they started having messaging but then anthony mackie himself who i like anthony mackie but he said i don't really want to see be seen as black captain america you know because you know we didn't really see chris evans as white captain america right but in the script that he's reading off of you see him as 
black Captain America, and they right. pushed that hard. Yeah. Was, so you can see him trying to kind the of the leftist go writers that. at Disney have like pretty much you know incorporated some kind of leftist message into every single thing that they've been hired to write. You know, yeah. and. Disney is okay with it, obviously. They just, I mean, it's not like they're trying to hire more quote-unquote conservative writers. They no. just keep they just keep hiring more leftist writers, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know. We have Star Wars, okay, make yeah. it leftist. We have we have Marvel, make it leftist, you know what I mean? And, yeah, it's, it's getting out of hand, but, you know, if you guys really, again, if you don't want leftist messaging, you got to support the movies that don't have it in them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's the best way. So definitely uh, check out Anthropoid, and like we said, please enter to win if you're trying to get the free movie pass, and we'll send it over to you. Yeah. Um, and if you and if you like if you like this review and you want us to do more because this is a newer segment for us, we've yeah. never done anything like yeah. This drop us a mailbag too, and yeah. let us know if uh, you have any good conservative movie recommendations. Movies, yeah, yeah, that we would you know take our time out to watch and kind of do a review on it you know yeah there's one movie specifically where it's like even though it's not a conservative movie it has kind of a conservative message and that was dark waters and that was written by liberals um we might do that next we might let let us know uh what you guys think but you know you guys have fun we we hope you guys had a great memorial day weekend um i know we're, we're having fun over here but anyway as always Stay connected and thank you for your support. Thank you. And Corn Pop was a bad dude. The conservative connection with Corn and Crow. Come on, man. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.